This episode is brought to you by Trunkline. Trunkline is the Angie's List with an oil-filled twist. Join Trunkline today. Impact Exploration Services made this possible for PBE Podcast. Get your mud logging, geo-steering, and lab results that will make a positive impact on your bottom line. Bell Geospace supported PBE, made it possible to do our first show from Wichita Falls. And if you need gravity data that can see the deep-seated faults around your AOI, you need to call Bell Geospace today. Icon Science, the subsurface geoscience software that needs no introduction. Petrophysics Geophysics, tied to the rock data for you to visualize the best parts of your reservoir. And last but certainly not least, TGS. TGS is one of the largest data providing companies in the world, especially in the oil and gas world. Stay tuned with the development of their Well Data Analytics web-based platform. I personally use this platform to help me find projects and talk with investors about what we are looking at. Listen out for those shows with Asal and Andrew Stearns. Andrew Stearns talks about the DST database they have. Absolutely lights out. Check out this show we did at the Southwest Section AAPG in Wichita Falls with Mr. Josh Aaron. He's a geologist with Cobra and a future legend. Three, two... One, let's. You got to come in with oh, me, I'm, man. I'm you got to contribute. Oh, I thought this was your show. I'm in. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> aye, aye, aye. All right, let's restart. We, let's we're going to roll it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, three, two, one. Let's, let's go. go. <laughs> I'm the host of the PBE podcast, Troy Tittlemeyer, sitting down with Josh Aaron. We are sitting at the Southwest Section AAPG 2023. You heard it right, ladies and gentlemen. 2023, man. What happened to 2022? I don't know. Blink your eye and it's gone. I don't remember it, man. (laughs) Snap your finger. I don't even remember, man. And then 2020, 2019, right? Those crazy times. We are through those times. Someone asked me recently, do you think we're at the bottom? Are we still in the recession? Is it in front of us or is it actually behind us? Are we coming out of it? You know, where are we right now? Yeah, man, I, I, that's a good question for a lot of people. Uh, personally, you know, I I say flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there, there ain't a right answer, I don't think. Man, uh, just get up, get to you know, work. Yeah, just keep living life the way you're doing it every day. And the rest of the problems take care of themselves. So Right on. I like that yeah, mentality. Yeah, definitely. I like that attitude. I do what I can, can, I do what I can control. Yeah, so, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's good, man. That's really yeah. good. I like that. Um, please introduce yourself real quick and, uh, and let's get into this story about Josh Aaron. All right, great. Well, uh, Josh Aaron here and, uh, born and raised in Wichita Falls, uh, currently work with Cobra and gas. I'm a geologist for them. Um, been there for about three and a half years going on four years now. And, uh, man, it's, it's been a, it's been a great experience. I've still learning a lot. Uh, I'm looking forward to the future and it's just, uh, it's been a great time. I, no complaints for me at all. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Is your mom and dad a geologist, engineer? No, actually, they're not. Uh, so I got into the industry or got a keen for the industry whenever I was in college. Uh, started off study, studying nursing. Wanted really? to be a nurse anesthetist, and uh, I just realized the hospital wasn't for me. Knew I loved science. Yep. History was definitely one of my top uh, really? my top studies as well, and uh, just kind of kind of started thinking about it and. Lo and behold, you know, geology's history of the earth and that's it just, right. It coincides with science and history and right up my alley and rest is rest rest, you know, rest is history that's itself. It, so uh, man. yeah, I, I got uh I started doing uh a couple classes that uh involved geology during the summer. And then uh the 
went on to get my undergrad and graduated with my master's in 2019. Wow. Got hired in 2020. And then, Did you? Uh, that was in the middle of Coves, yeah, man. Yeah, it was actually right before it. So January 2020 is when January I got hired. January 2020. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, March rolls around and it just, right. April gets a little crazy and uh yeah where were you when the world stopped turning yeah, right it didn't it didn't take much time for me to experience the first bus so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just i was just happy to have a job before then and i was just hoping to you know hold on by whatever thread was left so right. uh right. ended up getting through it and uh yeah we've 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 had a great great success since then and we got really lucky during the time as well to just keep our head above water and you know it's that's big man it's uh it's been good since so that's good so what'd you learn from that with uh looking back kind of your managers what were they really good at they're just persistent they were consistent they just showed up they made sure the oil tanks were still being filled yeah, up at the end of the day it was uh it was just a matter of uh just uh you know really just trying to keep a positive attitude and going to work every day and doing what we usually do you know just didn't change anything you know granted you know it was it was tough to to market the oil because the demand was a little low right but uh yeah fill the tanks just wait for the right time to get get them get them unloaded uh you know we we shut in a number of wells during the time wow. and uh we we're just hoping they come back whenever we turned them on and we had we had some luck in that sense for sure nice. it helped out a bunch uh that the wells did respond is what we were hoping that how they would respond so you got when flush they production you're yeah talking so about, yeah right? it, yeah flush production yeah but uh yeah, man, it was a it was definitely a whirlwind of emotions for a while, and uh, being the being the young guy and the new one on the team, yeah. I didn't know what to expect. I was a little I was a little timid about uh, just being Ooh, able to to stick around as long as I could, right. you know. But uh, yeah, it's it was a uh, it was somehow some way, you know, we kept our head above water. Yeah, we did what we needed to do, and we uh, we kept chugging. Man. And uh, you know, we operate in North Dakota, and state of North Dakota takes care of their they're uh definitely the the oil industry in itself right and yeah. we had we had opportunity to take advantage of a uh a bill the 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 government or the state passed and they they p a'd a number of our wells at at the cost of uh tax dollars so really it uh it really helped Great. out in a sense for cobra oil and gas and uh you know it it really it really kept us above water in the sense that so we were able to know you know still pro provide service to to the service companies yeah so they weren't going under the water as well yep. you know uh so it kept dollars. it kept everyone afloat really did and uh son of a gun you know now now you know just make as much as you can to give back yeah <laughs> give back for what they did to us so uh yeah yeah it's it was it was a blessing for sure Wow. Uh, How often do you get to go up there and look at your wells? So, you know, we, we travel, we try to travel during the, the warm, warm months. Yeah. Uh, it's coming up. When it gets a little cold, we try to stay away from <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, hey. Being the Texas boys, we're, uh, <laughs> we're a little scared of that cold weather. We, we're not used to anything under 32 degrees, you know. <laughs> Snow, snow's a rare, rare commodity here right. in Wichita Falls right. and uh, up there in North Dakota, you know, it's, they don't they don't have the 100 degree temperatures that we get so. yeah so you bring them down in the <laughs> summer they be like no nope, you can have this yeah it's a it, it's definitely a, a a change of uh you know climate from here to there for for anyone that works in the industry you know we we fight through the heat here they fight yeah. through the cold there so Jeez. it's a it's a different world but you know everyone makes it work being from Wichita Falls for so long, dude, what what kind of crazy weather? This is like Tornado Alley, right? Yeah. What's crazy is I've never experienced one. Never had. Yeah. Never had, uh, we had, uh, we've had a couple touchdown pretty close to here, but uh, as far as I've been alive, it 
not one it's never not, ripped one's through. never came through the city besides you know big one in the 70s uh is that the last one that came yeah, through it was uh it was pretty devastating uh storm really? there it, it knocked out a good portion of the town and really had to build from the ground up but it's Holy a cow. that's a whole nother story it's it, you can look that up it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing uh the the aftermath of what it did uh it's Jeez, your dad and mom remember that yeah they do they have stories uh yeah it's pretty crazy Golly. yeah uh, my mom's folks were at the grocery store and the oldest sibling was watching the little one she has, oh my god she has four well she's one of four a brother and two uh two brothers and a sister uh-huh oldest brother is watching them mom and dad are at the grocery store and you know they they weren't able to leave so oh, they were just hoping the they're hoping the kiddos were safe whenever they got home you golly know? yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a I don't know what I would do, man. I would have grabbed a boogie board off the shelf yeah. and been like, this tornado is going <laughs> to fucking fly me home. I'm going to go with my kids. Hold on man. for life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, would, yeah. I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, I don't I would know, be man. It was freaking out. It was, uh, you know, my mom told me after the fact, they parents come home, pick them up, and they wouldn't let them look out the car, car window because it was just devastating. Yeah, you know, you. And no one know where where to go because there's no street signs. You know, land all you had was landmarks, and at that point, all the landmarks were gone. I mean, it, it was, was just like flat, floored. Yeah, it was flat ground, and you know, you didn't you didn't know how to go to your your buddy's house down the street. You know, it's a uh, what yeah. the hell, dude? <laughs> Use the cat senses. I'm thinking Wichita Falls should start moving. It's start migrating these buildings out of this <laughs> out of the way, man. Grant, we don't have. We're known for the uh, world's smallest skyscraper. You heard that one? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a different story, but oh, it's a good man. one. How big is it? Uh, three stories. A three story skyscraper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So the gentleman, uh, he uh, proposed to his blueprint plan in uh, uh, inches instead of feet, and so these investors invested all this money to build this massive skyscraper here in the town of Wichita Falls. And he just scammed the crap out of them, man. He uh, he ran off with their money and no one knows where he went. Built a three, <laughs> built a three story yeah. freaking it's wild, skyscraper, but yeah. we'll get to see it tonight actually. Really? Uh, yeah, it's just across the street. So right on. I'll point it out to you. The world's largest, or no, what'd you, how'd you say it? The world's smallest skyscraper. The world's smallest skyscraper. What a story that sounds like, man. Well, Josh, Aaron, what's 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 so special about Wichita Falls, man? Oil and gas related. What's so special about this place, man? You know, the, just the the history we have here. Uh, we're sitting here uh, on our hundredth year anniversary, the NTGS, and uh, man, it just goes to show that you know the oil and gas community here in town has just thrived and uh it's still thriving gets through it all uh, world yeah, wars crazy, depressions man. yeah boomtown burke burnett you know is one of the largest field field discoveries in the area i can't tell you the n number of uh barrels that were produced out of it but you know it was it was millions a big, it was it was a big big uh oil play up there how and then, far is that from here man you just go about 15 minutes north a little really? south of oklahoma border really? and uh yeah it's it's not far it's in the guess you'd call it the front yard but uh yeah it's it's not far at all man and there's still a lot of production out there you know wow. you, all the stripper wells are still pumping there you but, go uh, man there's money to be yeah, made right yeah, there. there you know nowadays it's new discoveries around this area are limited but uh yeah it's uh there's still it's people are still hunting you know has anyone done any kind of horizontal unconventional play around here Oh, uh, you know, the Barnett would be the closest thing I would imagine, you know. Uh, is that here in Wichita? No, it's not. Okay. I would, that's more more or less Fort Worth. But, uh, right. you know, 
I would say majority of the production around this area is more conventional based. Conventional, uh, vertical. Yeah, I've, you know, I only have so much uh, experience within the area. I've done a little work in Archer County uh, on some uh, old KMA fields. And okay. uh, that, that was a big discovery back in, you know, I want to say it was the late 40s, early 50s. I might okay. be wrong there, plus or minus 10, 20 years. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, big, big, big discovery out there. And, you know, we were hunting for bypass pay and some some wells that were drilled to the ellenberger and oh nice. uh, yeah so it was uh we had some success out there but that was where i started and uh, okay didn't didn't stay too long in, around this area uh so i'm still pretty much a novice when it comes to wichita falls geology. expert up in the williston but yeah though, huh? now now the williston's my cup of tea yeah nice so how deep are your wells up there man we range from ordovician all the way up to mississippian and uh you know, we have we have some wells that, you know, TD around 13,000 ver vertical down Holy in the Ordovician. Cow, rod pumped? Yep. <laughs> yep. Holy smokes. Yeah, there there's some deep wells, but uh man, they they're still they're still pumping. Wow. Failures are a little bit more frequent with those wells. You know, your your salt sections over there are a little brutal. They they corrode corrode, you know, a lot of your, your casing. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of the uh down downhole pr uh, production stream but Son you know it's, a gun. Thirteen thousand. Yeah. yeah it's down there man Sheesh. yeah it's down there wow but yeah man, then that's we, cool. we produce you know shallower fields all the way up to you know three thousand really so i like we, those we, guys. we like the shallow fields because they remind yeah. us of what's around here you know <laughs> there you a little go. more familiar with uh the shallow nature heck yeah a little easier to produce you know and they they definitely they make make a good uh good amount of money if they're economical how deep are these uh this this discovery that was up by the border what'd you call it that was burke burnett Burn so oh, boomtown boom man i i'm not quite sure what they were targeting out there uh I know it's, Must have been it's, pretty it's shallow. shallow. They were, you know, it's cable tool. So yeah, they were pounding the ground pretty hard. You know, it can't go too, it can't go too far down there. Yeah, with that not technology. a thirteen thousand foot well. <laughs> yeah, no way. Golly, <laughs> wow. Um, talk to me about TGS, man. You see the sponsors we have up on this wall. TGS, we're at the booth here at Southwest Section APG. You're a geologist. You got several years of experience now. You know, how do you value their data? How do you use it? So, uh, man, uh, so I've had experience with TGS now for a number of years, actually, f since I started in Williston Basin, you know, and uh, initially I started with uh, the, their 360 program. Uh, I was using a majority of the rasters, the the smart rasters. Are, smart rasters, depth register. Oh, man, it makes life a lot easier. Yeah, it does. Sense. It saves a lot Unless of time. Unless they mess and, it up. Yeah, they don't. They don't. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would tell them that, but I'm not going to. I'm not gonna let them know on the podcast, you know. I, there's some, there might be some uh, potential uh, buyers here. So, good man, what a good man. But I'll let them know after the fact. They've they, they've heard my frustrations, and they, hey, they do listen. I'll tell you that. You That's know? a fact. They do fix the problems, and uh, yeah, man, uh, yeah. So the start off with the the 360 program, and uh, yeah, the the rasters, smart rasters, helped out a ton. Yeah. Uh, got into longbow, used a lot of the production data from nice. longbow. Um, then just recently, you know, we discovered the the DST uh, right. program they offer and drill stem test. Been utilizing that as well. Uh, I finally got got fixed up with a gentleman Andrew that's here with us, and uh, he he explained it more in layman terms than uh, what uh, I was tr trying to figure from uh, all the all the data that was situated yeah. on the spreadsheet. You know, <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, I just need you know X, Y, and Z. Uh, I don't need the 
hundred some odd columns. I just need to put in my database, but he got me situated and uh, nice. yeah, I look forward to utilizing that data next. So. Nice. So uh, can you explain exactly what a drill stem test is? So necessarily, you know, your drill stem test is just going to provide you with what the reservoir is going to tell you on a sense of uh, when after after, you know, dr drilling the well, you know, you you get down in the hole and you try to find out what the pressure within the reservoir is going to give you uh, your right. recoveries from DST itself, you know, how much oil, water, gas, it's a combination. Nice. Um, and then from there, you know, you interpret all the data and it more or less gives you good, good, accurate, uh, let's say, hypothesis of how the well is going to perform. You okay. Know? And then a uh, sneak peek. Yeah. So, you know, in a sense, it's kind of a, a, a cheat code. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'd say so. But yeah, interesting. It, you know, uh, it, as far as the DST realm goes now, it's a. Uh, I feel like it's kind of becoming more or less a lost art due to the, the unconventional nature of uh, right. it's oil too and gas. Tight. You know? DSTs yeah. don't really work. You in don't want to. You don't want to go DST any of that stuff. You already, you know what it's going to come back to you at. You know whenever it starts flowing. So, uh, you get a you get a quick guess off the IPs with your your unconventional nature. But right. Conventional source, you know, you get a better story of the reservoir, and then you know you can compile all this data together and eventually make your make your hypothesis on is the well going to be commercial or is so it you're gonna... using it to help you pick a target well uh you know definitely yeah you you go in knowing where you're kind of your you, what what zone you want want to produce from yeah so whenever you know you get your mud log back and you get some shows gives you good good reason to go down there and run a dst on that zone so so you run dsts up in the williston so personally we haven't uh drilled any wells yet oh, okay uh our company we just acquired we acquired uh a number of some odd hundred wells close to 700 about five years ago and wow just just been trying to you know make it make it better than what it was mm -hmm. and i'd say we've been successful and uh you know now now the next phase is kind of stepping out of our acreage and trying to connect all the dots and really? do a little bit more exploration now so really yeah that's got to be fun kind of on to the next phase of the the the, the three phase uh package that we have uh, so instituted you know it's one thing to take over an asset 700 wells you get all that you kind of go through all your well files all that history mm -hmm. right organize all that stuff make sure all the files are there what you really had where what were the ips where's the best part of the fields yep and then you take a, a, another zoom out, you know, hit that negative button a couple times on Google and bang, you got like 7,000. On TGS long Oh, I'm, I'm, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I like that. Switch it from roads to terrain. Yeah, there you go. Or whatever on yeah. the map. Hit that negative sign a couple times. And now you're looking at like 7,000 wells. Yeah, now you get the big picture. But you need all that data. You got to have it quick. You got to have it reliable, right? You got to have. Definitely everything you can in that area to, to kind of see where your 700 f wells fit in the big picture of exactly things. yeah definitely i'd say so you know we've uh freaking we sweet. recently you know we were chasing some uh uphold potential in a lot of our wells and you know from our wells that penetrate the word of vision you know hey there's some bypass pay in the devonian may it might be some bypass pay in the mississippian you know why is the why is this field over here producing from the mississippian and we got a field producing from the Devonian over here these wells are going going to stinker you know why, why not come up to the Mississippi and why, back and why can't we get up here and produce some more wow. you know so now that's whenever you get into more of the petrophysics aspect right. you know and the right. aspect of it and try to try to connect the dots and see 
see if it tells you the same story, you know? So right on. Yeah. In that sense, you know, we, we've, uh, we've had good success coming back and trying to, uh, find some uphold potential in a lot of our existing well bores and, right on. uh, now, you know, now we've kind of gotten to the fact the point in time where we've gotten past that and we feel comfortable with what, what our wells are doing now. And, uh, everything's, you know, turned at least everything's economical We're mm-hmm. we're able to start branching out a little bit, throw some new ideas around and, Huge, try to man. try to step out of our acreage and let's go pick up some new stuff and hell yeah so hopefully we'll be running some dst soon and uh man, can, be fun huh yeah yeah, yeah make sure you're drilling them in the summertime though huh yeah you don't want to be in the winter that's for sure <laughs> i'll be I, I, i'm sure i would have to go but uh i'd rather be i'd rather be warm i bet the the cold would have a little a bit of an effect on the uh, dst data huh probably comes on a little stronger in the summertime well you know, uh I, I from experience i couldn't quote i wouldn't want you to quote me on it because i i wouldn't necessarily know just without having the experience but typically you know with the analytics aspects of it you know you can you can you know get the numbers to where they're all in uh sync you know as, okay. as far as equilibrium for a sense of no outside factors affecting it interesting uh, yeah yeah your outliers right are thrown out the door and you're yeah. you're rolling with just the hard data and making it make sense but uh yeah you know I'll, i might have an answer for you in the future heck yeah man that <laughs> sounds like a good time yeah you know it's the thing is is you just got to be able to get on get on get on location and be able to go drill the well if you ain't too much snow you might not be get, able to get down the road Sheesh, <laughs> you know? man, so, yeah. yeah all timing is everything it is definitely timing is everything um have you seen any interesting correlations between are you are you are you mapping this dst data at this point well i have previously with the data that i have com, uh that i've com, uh compiled from the state database um, oh so you haven't integrated tgs's data yet not not necessarily but with the thing is is with tgs's data you know it's more of a one click rather than surfing through all the well files finding you know your pressures your recoveries and right uh it makes life a little easier in that sense so you know right. you time is of the essence you know right. you know you need more to be time interpreting more more time you got to spend uh you know doing your research rather than importing the that's data right. it's uh that's right helps out but yeah so you know you can you can do a number of different things as far as using the dst data to it might tell you where an old water contact is you know it, you oh, could right on you know your virgin pressures from the reservoir versus when a drills a well's drilled you know 30 years later in the same field what are the pressure what's the the pressure regime now you know uh there's a lot of lot of aspects you can take from the the DST data and make you some uh, some contour maps that respect that that right data on. as well. So Andrew was telling me that these DSTs typically last 300 minutes. Is that does that seem accurate from what you've seen? Well, you know, you can it it really just boils down to how the geologist wants to uh, test it. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, how long do they want to open it, flow it? You know, your is it around that four or five hours typically? Yeah, it, yeah, it it, can, it usually is. Three hundred minutes, I'd say, is a good number. Okay. Uh, you know, but it's all over the place with with you know from initially how how you know trial and error is gone. Yeah. So you learn. So the in sweet every spot. well that you get this data in, I'm assuming casing size. Well, hole size is going to be important. Is all that da- is all that pressure coming up five and a half inch or seven inch? What's the hole size? They uh, as far as with the DST data. Yeah, when when they're drilling a hole, like for some reason this that well drilled a seven inch hole. This one drilled a five and a half inch hole. 
that's going to change the way that pressure responds trying to get up hole into that because they set packers right yeah, and yeah, they yeah. open mm -hmm. it up exactly and then they they're reporting how much oil and gas came out while they opened it yeah i would i would definitely think that the the circumference of the hole would definitely play a role in it you know but in that sense your data your analytics can tell you on right. a, on a uh, you know more of a uh, copacetic aspect of mm -hmm. the of the data let's say you can you can definitely interpret it in a manner of it being apples to apples you know? right so uh right yeah for sure and each one of these tests will come back with like we in the in this five hour test we made 27 barrels of oil 70 mcf 100 barrels of brine like in each yeah. of them they're reporting that yeah definitely uh you, wow. you know you'll get your you'll get your sample recovery and you'll get your uh your pipe recovery so you get a good aspect of both of the greater scheme of the reservoir versus, you know, near wellbore status uh, within your, your sample recovery, which, uh, you know, you get a, it differentiates on a, a magnitude of measurement from pipe versus your sample chamber. Okay. But, uh, you know, it definitely tells you, it tells you a good story of what the reservoir is going to give you. Yeah. You know, so. It's like, you know, back in the day, the, the gushers, you know, squirting out through the derrick. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there were all kinds of different, you know, that one did it for two minutes. This one did it for 20 minutes. Uh, yeah. This one only went 10 feet. This one went I'm ready 60. to drill one of those. Hell, yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it won't, it might not ever be that gusher, but the DSTs yeah, exactly. is what's doing that now, yeah, right? For, You're for doing sure. a downhaul. Yeah, You're it's controlling telling, it's telling you a story. Yeah, for sure. Same same aspect, you know, technology's advanced so far now. It's uh makes it a lot more safe right get the bops <laughs> on it you know yeah. you're not gonna <laughs> yeah you're not gonna have oil. blow out or yeah uh, yeah you know, you're you're in a lot better shape in that sense lease roads are just oil rivers <laughs> yeah. you know like as much as that would be cool to see <laughs> yeah. i'd be on inner tube man oh man yeah unless it had a bunch of h2s if it had a bunch of h2s that stuff's yeah, irritating you, i don't know if anyone would be standing around that for too long <laughs> they might be asleep <laughs> yeah. sleep for good oh man yeah, yeah that's no yeah, yeah. it's it's funny because people joke about it but man it's true that h2s is scary stuff yeah and we do deal a lot with uh a lot of h2s in our area in the yeah. williston basin yeah, definitely is that yeah, right yeah definitely uh wow but you know it's it's manageable and yeah. uh just gotta get a lot of sour sour oil sour gas but right it uh it definitely uh, is manageable in a sense right. of extracting it to the refineries. And, yeah. You know. Oh, man. I'm super excited for you, dude. It sounds like you're going to have all kinds of fun coming up. Hopefully, you guys get to dr start drilling some wells. Yeah, yeah. Put all this work into these targets. Get all that DST correlated. Feel as confident as possible that it's going to hit. Here are the depths it's going to hit at. Put it, you know, your model is going to tell you that. And then you get the, that moment of truth where you're drilling it. And it's like, are we, you know, is this approximation of reality which is what a model is exactly or is it real or did we miss something yeah you know? like yep. getting to that point dude in your career being young man that that's a that's a freaking yeah i'm excited there's a there's there's a lot to learn and a lot to be done and you know it's a i'm, I'm at and i'm in i'm in a good position with a with a great company and you know we the world's ours so the world's but, our yeah, oyster yeah, man yeah man it's well, uh it's gonna be fun with that being said, I always like to say we got to stay positive no matter what happens, right? Exactly. Approaching these problems, getting through these problems, whatever it is, we got to stay positive. I want to read one to you and see how it hits you. Okay. See, see what you think. I'm a glass half full kind of guy. So. Is that right? Oh, yeah, always. All right, let's see. I'm gonna, tell me when to stop. Let's go. Bang. Expect success and you'll find more of it. We get more of what we focus on. Right? Yeah, definitely. I love that.
Every day that you choose to work hard and not settle is a day that leads to the life you want. Come on. Yeah, that's some good wisdom right Come there. Come on. A wise man once told me. <laughs> <laughs> Playing to win requires a commitment to yourself that even if you fail, you will never give up and never let your goals and dreams die. That's Playing heart wrenching. To win requires a commitment to yourself that even if you fail, you'll never give up. Man, that's... you always got to be true. Yeah. Fucking a man. Yeah, man. You can't. You can't. You can't live the the fake reality. No, that's right, <laughs> dude. That's that's not a place you want to no, be. No. Move beyond yourself today. Instead of focusing on your problems, focus on helping others with theirs. Awesome. Staying positive, man. Hey, like I said, I'm a glass half full kind of guy, man. You got to be. Hey, you got to, yeah, you got to, you know, definitely be an oil and gas man, you know. It's a, <laughs> stay positive. Right on. Until, well, that until it tells you otherwise. That's right. That's right. But then, then you got you got data to work off. It's still you got you got <laughs> some positive. Adjust coming out the of it. model yeah. and keep going. It's always how you look at it. That's right. Well, yeah. that dip cup's about half full, so I think this this show's about done here. <laughs> <laughs> I got plenty more. Right on, man. Well, thanks, John. Josh Aaron for yeah, taking Troy. the time, dude. I enjoyed yeah, it. Uh, thanks a lot, Troy. I appreciate it. Right on, yep. Man.